queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Queen's Takeover Podcast is sponsored by W Energy. W Energy is an energy and dietary supplement. Supplement contains coffee fruit extract and is a energy drink you can mix at home with no jitters and no crash. You can receive your starter sample packs, shakers, energy drink tubs. You got shirts, individual packets. Um, it contains all flavors such as beach and peach, which is a mango white peach cooler, which happens to be my favorite. We got Dragonade, um, Dub Sludge, Galaxy Grenade. You can get all this at w.gg and use the promo code QTBowDown to get 10% off your order. And that is w.gg QTBowDown for 10% off that helps support W Energy and your Queen's Takeover. Oh, we might as well call this Reaction Sunday because, whoo, doggy, there's a shitload that happened this week. Lots to celebrate, lots to cringe at, lots to go, <laughs> you're a liar at. It's due time. It's due time. Everything. Let's get the celebration out of the way first because SmackDown, Raw, NXT, main, main events, all women, all killed in and everything. Tuesday night, the inevitable finally happened. Becky Lynch beat Tiffany Stratton for the NXT Women's Championship. She's finally, finally a Grand Slam champion. And I love how Bailey like tweeted out at her like it took her long enough and everything. <laughs> Bailey in true fashion, of course. And then Becky comes back and says, "Well, you still yet to um, main event WrestleMania." <laughs> I know, right? I saw that. <laughs> oh my god! Who knows how long she's gonna have it? But Jolie, she finally got it. Honestly, uh, that was the only reason why I tuned into NXT on my phone. Um, I was on a mini vacation that was well deserved. Um, so yeah, that was probably the coolest thing. I'm so happy for Becky and Auntie Pam, honey, stop lying. You know, you're happy for her, but yeah, no, I think it was absolutely great. And you know, for all those saying that Tiffany Stratton is now buried, dude, she's now on house shows with Becky. She's getting the rub that she has already. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of the chick. I, I don't like that style of like, you know, diva wrestler. Never. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was always drawn to like Victoria and Lita because an AJ. Uh, cause, just because, you know, I, I love that style over the I'm a prissy, prissy princess. Go fuck yourself. Prissy, prissy princess. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm just absolutely ecstatic for her because she's going to elevate a lot of the women down there. Like I I already know that I want to see her versus Lyra. I want to see her versus Roxanne, her versus Cora. I think that's going to elevate not only them, but NXT because she is just fantastic at what she does. And Becky has always been one thing. And that is, she has always been, the stable competitor. Sorry about mm-hmm. that. My uh, fantasy uh, team is in the end zone. But yeah, no, I think that she's really going to elevate and improve the women's division. Not improve, because it's already 10 times better than the women's division in AEW. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to just to more elevate and get those women in in fighting form for when we all know the inevitable is going to happen where we have 
Becky probably retiring in about five years. Charlotte probably retire about five, ten years. Bailey, uh, I don't think Bailey's ever going to retire. She's going to be the next May Young. Um, yeah, give her a little uh, bit more after that. I, I think that she's uh, she's going to be that person that's just going to stay around and, you know, just always be there. I think they'll always, always be there. But I think, you know, Becky's going to help the future of women's wrestling. And it's kind of like when Charlotte gave Rhea the rub. So I think, you know, this is... Uh, uh, amazing for both NXT and women's wrestling. Oh, without a doubt, a hundred percent. And it's like, besides like some of these main roster guys going back to NXT, besides like them helping ratings, it's like with, especially like with Mustafa Ali and everything, a lot of people down there wanted to work with him too and everything. So it's just like a little bit of a fresh change and everything, but no, it's like one person that a lot of people in the locker rooms, look up to is Becky Lynch and everything so that's yeah because it's like this is just a trajectory for the whole women's division Kayla um I'm actually excited for her um I had a feeling that she was going to gain it um because you know she was the only horsewoman that didn't have that opportunity at NXT Women's Champion and you know she went up she came raw she became Smackdown she won a Royal Rumble. She's um, tag team champion. You know, obviously it was not a very long reign, but hey, she got that honor. You know, she's witnessed in the first ever, you know, women's standings match and everything. She just made history above herself on the main roster. And the fact that she had the opportunity to go against Tiffany and, you know, we'll get to it later about, but, you know, just some of the, hate and just different things I saw because Tiffany lost the title um but we'll get that when we do crazy tweets because I have a bunch of stuff but it's the fact you know I'm happy for her I'm excited she is a Grand Slam champion and I find that quite ironic is a couple weeks ago we fit Finn Balor became a Grand Slam champion shortly after that she got trained by Finn when she was first starting out. She's now a Grand Slam champion. So I love the fact that that happened both for both of them. Right. Um, and like I said, she may not have it long, um, but that's okay. She, you know, it's static. Whoever gets the opportunity to take it off of her, regardless if it's another Tiffany Stratton, Lyra, um, Cora Jade, maybe even a returning Roxanne Perez, whoever gets in that match with her, gets in that match, gets in that ring, is going to have an yeah. iconic moment, an historical moment with Becky Lynch. And that's something I'm going to remember forever. So I'm I'm very happy for her. And I, I don't know when she, because I watched a little bit of it, but then it was just like, and I tuned on like right at the moment on Twitter or and saw her. I was like, oh my God, she won. So, and that's when I sent you all, she did it. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, I saw like on Twitter, poor Steffi hype. She was trying to contain her emotions, but she mm-hmm. was pretty much going ballistic herself because she's the number one hype woman for Becky. We all know that anyone on Twitter, wrestling Twitter knows that. Mm-hmm. Man. But no, it was like a great moment. It's just like finally well deserved. Like finally long time overdue. And it's just like, where do we go from here? And speaking of a woman who Becky may be facing in the future, we don't know yet. But Kayla, I know you're the big AEW person of the group and everything. And there was reports this week that uh a certain inaugural TBS champion is jumping ship. For those who know, I'd really honestly didn't like Jade to start with. Um, you know, the 60 and 0 streak, I was wondering, you know, Tony Khan had me biting, you know, my tongue off every week, like who's going to lose, you know. And then, you know, the fact that Stat came back at double or nothing, challenged open challenge, she lost to her, she went away. She came back on... AEW Rampage. Was it Rampage? 
it was a collision. I don't remember. Well, she returned, took out Stat after Stat, you know, won a match. And and then on Rampage Friday night, Jade got her rematch. And the respect and the hugs and everything that went on in that match, you know, between Jade and Chris, you know, made me respect Jade. And I wouldn't say she's going to be one of my favorites, but she's got my respect because she's proven so much of what she can do. Um, And then kudos to uh, Chris last night on Collision, turned around and defeated Britt Baker in Penn State University. Um, Another good match with the respect there. Britt gave her the respect. Um, But... Jade Cargill going to WWE. Um, honestly, if you asked me this a few months ago, I probably would have said, bitch, stay away. <laughs> um, but knowing she's, I'm not saying she's growing on me. I said she's got more respect and I would love for her to come over to WWE and work with the likes of Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, EO, Asuka, Rhea fucking Ripley, you know, just, just to get that momentum. I mean, she's got, she, I mean, she's became, considering what she first was when she started out, mm-hmm. she's improved a lot. And I've watched every, not every match, but you can say I watched majority of them because see, because I wanted to see her retain her title. And, you know, so the fact that soon as she gets to work with and, Honestly, a part of me, I know she's not quite on TV all the time, but team her up with Natalia. Have Natalia teach her some, you know, moves or, you know, you know, just put her, you know, with talent. She starts at NXT. I've heard that she's coming straight to the main roster. If she is more power to her, but she is, you know, I've seen that she's in the performance center. Wherever she is, I'm excited and intrigued to see her, how well she will work with a talent that's in WWE because I mean there's so many phenomenal matchups you can have over there, and like I said, I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and buy a merch shirt. I'm not going to say I'm going to start saying, you know, Jade's my one of my favorites. I'm still not going to put her or actually give her a rank, but she's got my respect, and she's you know like I said in AEW she's proven that she can basically run a division. She went sixty and O. You know, yes, some of the talent was like, oh, my gosh, why are you going up against them? But it's the fact she put that title on the line every single time. She she proved over there that she could be a workhorse in the women's division. Mm -hmm. And she gave the honor of handing that over to Stat. And that was proven the other night with all the hugs and the respect that she got. And knowing... um. So it's the fact she handed that torch over as the first ever TBS champion to Chris Statlander. And I'm hopefully this is going to build stat up to eventually the AEW women's world champion and give someone else an opportunity as TBS champion. But um, with that all be, I'm happy Jade is making this jump. Like I said, it might be a change for her. You know, let's see if she's ready. Um, Honestly, I hope I'm not sure if they'll be able to, um, but they, uh, I've heard other people say they want her to keep her theme. And I'm like, I'm not sure they're going to let her because. Not. But, and I said, well, Cody brought him. No, Cody specifically through Downstate. Downstate is part of WWE. So that's why he was able to bring Kingdom. But unless they can make a deal through AEW and Mikey Ruckus, she may not. They may be able to find something similar to it. Yeah. But. You know, I don't think so. But if they were able to keep her theme, that would be great. Because I think it honestly does fit her from now until then. So, um, what's next for her? We don't know. Um, So, rumors state, I don't know how true this is. Uh Uh-oh. But people are saying she might win the Royal Rumble in 2024. But that's who I don't want to win. No, hell no, 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 no. I will put my foot down on that. That would be okay. a lot. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. But so I don't like... even know when I don't even know when she's gonna show up. But apparently she has been training at um at the WWE Performance Center. So 
we'll see. She may be in it. She may not be in the Rumble. But anyway, I'm just saying so many rumors are circulating right now. What's really going on? I don't know what to believe on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it these days whatever. anymore. Um, I don't even... I don't even really follow spoiler alerts anymore. If I see it, I just go through it and just be like, whatever. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm all for it. If she's ready to get this kind of competition, heck, I wouldn't mind seeing a Jade Cargill versus Mia Yim match. Now, that'd be a good match right there. But anyway, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm all for it. So we'll see what happens for the future for WWE and Jay Cargill. That's all I gotta say. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Probably in the next few years in wrestling, you know, jump brand splits, jumps, jumps here and there. It's gonna get interesting. Wrestling's only gonna get better, and it's only probably gonna get even more crazier and, like I said, even more stranger probably because <laughs> it does seem to have those little perks. Like, like wait, where'd that come from? What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, but it's like the rumors came out. The spoilers came out about Rampage. I saw like the hugs afterwards and people were like saying, oh, this is a goodbye. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of agree. And then like everything started popping when the next 24 hours about her getting to the performance center this week. I was like thinking off the top of my head. I was like, well, give me her versus Bianca. Give me her versus Raquel. Give me her versus Bianca, Rhea. Yes. Give me her versus Charlotte. If she needs a tag team partner, Bianca would be my number one choice. And so it's like, it's a different dynamic. She has, she has improved and everything. She better not even come close to winning that fucking Royal Rumble. Way too soon for that. But if she doesn't pop into a storyline by the end of this year, I definitely see her debuting at Rumble. <sighs> All right, Jolie, let, let her rip. I got nothing to say. I think, you know, Jade was horribly misused in AEW just like every other woman in their company um mm-hmm. hell just like Sunny Kiss how you mm-hmm. just going to let you know contracts just expire and then you know go oh well, what the fuck is WWE doing they have all these layoffs um different system guys uh that's corporate side not talent side and they've stated that they're pretty sure they're not going to be cutting any talent anytime soon um, but we'll see what happens because apparently Endeavor is uh not in the black dirt in serious debt, which is fucking hilarious. Um, but with that being said, uh Jade, I think she should have a quick run through an NXT. Um, just because there's some uh decent women down there that could help uh just hone some of her skills a little bit better. I'm not saying that she's bad. I think that she's definitely worked her ass off to get to where she is at. And, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to her just coming in and just saying something towards Cody. So I know, I know that his wife isn't, Brandy's not going to come in. Right. But still, I think it'd be a funny little callback. And, and you know that Triple H has a little bit of ounce of petty and... Um, you know, Cody probably has a lot of petty considering that Tony has now stated, oh, if anything happens to me, I'm giving the company to Daniel Bryan. Like, excuse me? But that that's for another day. Um, but yeah, no, I think, honestly, I think a lot of the women over there need to come over here. Um, yeah. They can keep, I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest, I never want to see Paige in WWE ever the fuck again. I don't even want her to retire in the WWE. She can stay the fuck on with all the shit she's been doing online right now. So they can keep her, but they can let everybody else go. Women's division would thrive over here. Right. Perfectly honest. I kind of want Nyla to leave and see her face Nia Jax. Yep. Because what are they doing with Nia? Like, I, I, I honestly have zero idea what they are doing with the women's division Stat is killing it. The fact that she got the rub, not only from Jade, who is probably one of the strongest competitors that AEW has had in the past year. For real. Um, but from also from Britt. And I that I respect the hell out of that. And um I think the only thing the AEW's women division has going for them right now, to be perfectly honest, and I'm gonna just say this because I actually just enjoy watching her segments with Renee, is Tony Storm. 
That is the best thing about the women's division right now. That is it. Not and Chris Statlander. But I'm just saying the way Tony is acting, I absolutely loved her Marilyn Monroe transformation. I think it's actually very comical and they're doing a really good job with that. But other than that, um, I mean, Chris can beat everybody with one arm tied behind her back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I just don't like how some of the things are being run over there. So I'm glad that Jade, if the rumors are true, and apparently there has been confirmation from a WWE source, but again, we don't know these sources personally. That we just going off of these dirt sheets. True. So we like to preface: if true, this will honestly bolster and boost Jade tenfold. Wow. Now we know Jade is her real name. And we know WWE doesn't like using real names. Is she going to be called Emerald? Nah. Honestly, and and hear me out, I would love her to be brought in as Bobby Lashley's sister. Think about it. They both have the physique. She can join the new Hurt Business 2.0. And then you could have Bianca join up later. There's your tag team right there. Those two women will run fucking rough shot over the women's tag division. And kickstart it. Because you know Bianca learned from Becky to fight for everything. Learned from Bailey and Sasha to fight for everything. Right. So I definitely think, you know, that would be a fantastic joining for them. Jade Lashley. Yeah. Yeah, because well, because it's like uh, because it's like Bobby Lashley's r- real name is Franco R- Franco Roberto Lashley, so so he partially kept his and everything. So it's like, yeah, Jade Lashley. That's it. Uh, I-, I think that would be fucking epic. <laughs> and I can see Kayla rolling her eyes and no, making a deep saying, sigh. Are you, are you really trying to get me to like Bianca and Jade? If that happens, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, geez. Will somebody please check hell to see if it is frozen over? Thank you. The day that I get on this podcast and tell you that Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill has grown on me, I'm going to blame our jester. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to DM uh, Mama Larissa and have her double check you into a hospital or something for a checkup. (laughs) When that happens, that'll be the day I retire from this podcast. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Oh, Lord, don't happen. Oh, well, just not the way to see what happens, but it's like, you know, it'll be an extra step that comes in. All right. So, Jolie, you brought her up already. So that was going to be my next uh, topic. Um, Yeah, Rhea didn't need a Dom to interfere because uh, a certain irresistible force took care of that for her. I'm not happy about this. Uh, No offense to anybody that likes, likes Naya. I'm sorry. I I think that she still has a lot of flubbing the way that she hit Raquel with that Samoan drop and put all the weight on Raquel, which was pointed out by Stevie Richards, of all people, um, on the hard mat. I just, I don't trust her not to hurt somebody. Um, And I will say this right the fuck now. Stay the way from Becky. Stay away from Becky. Do not go anywhere fucking near her. You will have you do not even look in her direction because she still owes you one. She Big legitimately time. does. I don't think she ever got her receipt. From she that. never got her receipt from that. She threatened it, but it never came. So, um, I know she's been training with Mojo. I know she's been working with, with um, Charlotte. So, we'll see what happens, but to me, she still seems like it just it just mid to me. I I'm not a fan of her uh just from watching her and her attitude towards certain things. So uh other than that, if they literally have her beat uh Rhea, they can go uh take a flying fuck off a uh of a short pier. Because 
she's definitely not the one to dethrone Rhea. That's I have three people that should dethrone Rhea. All right, you already opened your mouth, so who it who it? Liv. Okay. Becky. Zelina. Because I really want um, Kyrie, Asuka, EO. Uh, and then let's just have Charlotte and Bianca have a one-off match. Who's the strongest? Or if no. they actually introduce the... the Because uh, there is rumors that they might introduce a mid-card title. I wouldn't mind them going for the mid-card title. So... They got enough women to do it. I don't know what the fuck's taking them so long, but it's like they barely I, do anything with the tag division. So it's just like honestly, I think it, it to be perfectly the way that I, I feel the way that things have been kind of like slow for the past month with things is because they're waiting for the sale to go through for everything to finish up, and then once we get towards Survivor Series, shit's gonna ramp up. But apparently, they want to revamp all the titles. Um. Well. They already revamped the two heavyweight titles. Mm-hmm. The women's uh, titles. And the women's titles. But they want to revamp the Intercontinental US. And they there might be bringing either another mid-card male title and a women's mid-card title. Yeah. Like an, inter- and- inter- an Intercontinental title for the women. Okay. And, of course, it's like the reports are circulating now there, but that the split for the tag titles is about to happen. Thank God. All right, Kayla, Nia Jax returning. Um, I guess I could say I saw it coming because I had that feeling when she returned at Rumble that this was the opportunity to bring her back in eventually down the line. Um, yes, it is true that she has actually. Uh, Charlotte has sent her some workout videos and stuff, and you know she's been working and improving on herself. Um, yes, Mojo Raleigh's been working with her as well. Um, I have always been a fan of Nia Jax, um, but I do I do not agree on some of the stuff that she does. But hey, what can I say? Um, but as far I will say this, I don't believe that she should be the one to dethrone Rhea Ripley. Okay. Um I mean eventually down the line if you want Rhea to lose the title, put it on someone else and then you know have them have the run, have the revenge and then eventually maybe give Nia the chance again. Um once she's um back from having her child and healing and getting back in shape, which I'm pretty sure she's probably going to pull a Becky Lynch when she was pregnant um but I would love to eventually when she gets back in WWE I would love to see the run back of Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss um I believe that was one of my favorite feuds um that involved Nia um so that being true I do looking forward to see what they do with her this time around um so I guess We'll see what comes towards it, and hopefully she won't hurt anybody like she did Becky the last time. That's all I gotta say. But what I've seen, she's, I think she's learned a lot on her, you know, trying to learn a lot on her botches and stuff, but um, like we stated before, it don't matter who you are in that ring, you're you're going to have your mistakes and botches. So, um, so here to hopefully to a new start for her. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we definitely got to see what happens and everything. I mean, it's like when she did that lay drop on uh, Rhea, it's like, yeah, I was like a little questionable about that. I mean, it, time will tell to see if she's actually has improved and if she hasn't. And it's like if she's gotten away from some of the stuff that used to hurt. Uh, a lot of the ladies and everything like that but it's just like I mean it's funny how she's been assigned for a month she's like the first apparently she was like the first person signed after Vince like quote-unquote forced his way back and everything and so 
I mean, it's like, it's definitely another dynamic for the women's division, another like powerhouse to try to challenge Rhea. Yeah, she doesn't need to dethrone her. She's miles away, but it's another powerhouse to at least get in her way a little bit. So we'll definitely have to see what happens with that. Okay. Oh my God. Friday night. What the? F- <laughs> That's a hell of a way. That was a hell of a way to open SmackDown, Kayla. Okay. So SmackDown was in Denver. College game day was in Boulder. Uh, getting ready for the uh, Colorado, Colorado State game, which was absolutely fucking nuts. I couldn't watch all of it because it was it was late and everything, but that game was absolutely nuts. But so McAfee was up there. Rock was going to be on game day, and he was on McAfee show, so he was up there. Well, so both of them, I guess, decided to travel down to Denver and make their surprise appearances last night. Damn, talk about shock, huh, Kayla? Funny thing about that Friday night, me and Dan, uh, Dan from the Bump Boys, we did the SmackDown watch along for the Fanatics Network, and. Poor Dan's internet decided it wanted to just go in the middle of it. So the the night The Rock returned to SmackDown, he could not see it live because his internet was he could, the streaming virus. The streaming he was using ended up deciding the link to say, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a virus on your on your computer." So he no. lost his internet and everything. Oh, so. No. Basically, the whole watch along, you got to inform the people what's going on. So basically, this whole watch along, I'm basically just like going four one one and everything. So it was it was crazy. I felt so bad for him, but I mean, what a way! And the fact you hear, "Hey, let's go!" And every time I hear that, it's just like McAfee's back. I want you on commentary so bad. Yeah. And you know, then the fact that Austin Theory came out and was just running his mouth to Pat McAfee, just saying a bunch of stuff. And then, if you smell, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it was just a way to kick off SmackDown. And I believe, you know, honestly, that was the best I've seen a SmackDown kickoff in a while. Yeah. And it was just, you know... Austin trying to, you know, outdo The Rock. Buddy, that's not going to happen. I don't care. Dumbass! <laughs> I don't care if Rock is 75 years old or older. He's still going to kick his ass as long, kick your ass as long as he can. And, you know, it's, it, I just felt the hype. I felt, you know, everyone at the Fanatic, and you did great. You took over the SmackDown watch along. I'm like, I basically instinct kicked in. I had to keep control because, you know, and I basically said, hey, due to technical difficulties, it's only me right now. Because, like I said, he was going in and out of the stream. So, but um, it was, I, I don't know. I was just ecstatic. I guess I was more excited and hype. Thank goodness on live stream, you can only see this part because I was literally, my legs and stuff were jiggling, uh, you know, just like, well, I guess because just jumping because I was um so excited and hyped and it was just like wow you know right. so I mean that was like I said I saw him on Pat McAfee's show and you know obviously kind of a hint that it could have happened but you don't know you don't know so, and uh and I love the fact that um uh, Michael Cole oh my god he's back is this happening Corey's like I hope it's not. You know, just his reactions are just great. Like Cole gets so excited and Corey's like, I hope it's not. But um yeah, it was one hell of a way to kick off SmackDown. And that SmackDown was actually all the way very intriguing. Um, all the way through. Um the fact Adam Pierce was trying to figure out why one of the pretty deadlies was in a wheelchair when he had a sur- soldier injury was kind of hilarious and he's like why are you in a wheelchair you have a shoulder injury you know it's just like um that was going on and then you know LA Knight and the Miz match again was awesome you know all the way up to the fact to the grace of Waller that being main event John Cena was on it um Jimmy Uso comes out basically running his mouth and then you know Solo acting like he was going to turn on Jimmy turns around and ends up kicking John Cena, you know, then AJ Styles comes out, gets on Cena's side, and you have Cena and Styles 
in the ring, staring back at Jimmy and Solo. Um, so, like I said, from beginning to the end, it was a good SmackDown. And yeah. it kept you going each each and every time. And so, like I said, it was <laughs> what a way to kick off. And if SmackDown, if SmackDown is like that every time, you're not going to want to miss it. And Monday Night Raw, after SmackDown on Friday, Monday Night Raw needs to step up the game. That's all I got to say. I mean, they have their ups and downs where, you know, they do outdo SmackDown or SmackDown outdoes. But Monday Night Raw is going to have to come up with something for Monday if they want, you know, by the time this is hits, Monday Night Raw's already passed. But I'm just saying, between now and then. But yeah, SmackDown... I, I still feel bad for Dan. The time the Rock returns, he couldn't witness it. I'm so he hates himself for that. He had to literally go off stream and mute himself because he was so upset that he couldn't see it. I felt so bad for him. But hey, it worked out. Once the internet came back in, he got you know everything fixed. So yeah. Um, but that was phenomenal. And how long is the Rock gonna stay around? I don't know. But hey, we might get enough to get Rock versus Austin Theory, and eventually. We might stick around long enough, you know, to go after Roman Reigns, because, but hey, we'll see. Um, or heck, Roman's probably like, <laughs> he ain't after me. <laughs> Wrong answer, bud. Here he, he's coming for you. The only t- Let me phrase that. In the three famous words of my favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross, the rock is coming for you in due time. There you go. <laughs> It's just a matter of time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's just like opportune time. I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it was probably just a one-time thing because, like I said, they were in the same state and everything. But someone did bring this, it, and it's funny because, like, some people, I saw a couple of, like, responses on Twitter and everything. Some pe- people were, like, going, the one time I go out on a Friday night to get food or this and that. The Rock returns. Are you fucking kidding me? It's just like seriously. But someone did bring this fact up because of the writer strike right now. We got John Cena. Mm-hmm. We got The Rock. Uh, Dave, you busy? Um, there's a possibility. I did see that he will. He won't probably return until closer to Hall of Fame because I think he's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. I heard. So Plus, he's yeah. doing stuff with Mortal Kombat, which is not mm-hmm. WGA. So he's he's doing stuff with video that games. That and do, but I did hear okay. I did that's that is one rumor I did hear because someone has said that. Um, but I think they're leading for him to be one of the ones that gets inducted into the Hall of Fame since he didn't get to go when he originally was supposed to. Uh, if I could somehow make it to Philly just for a couple of days, I'll go for the Hall of Fame and one night of, of WrestleMania, but we'll have to see down the line. But uh, yeah, Jolie, it's like you're the one who hit, who hit up the group text about Friday night. <laughs> I was at work, and I had heard early in the day that, um, so yes, Rock was on the Pat McAfee show. I knew he was going to be on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Um, and then I saw him say that he was supposed to be facing Roman at WrestleMania 39. And then now we've got this whole, well, is he going to do it at 40? And I want to put this to bed right the fuck now. Uh Uh-oh. Would I like to see Rock at WrestleMania 40? The fuck yes, I would. One of my coolest experiences with The Rock is being at Penn State when they were doing one of the first ever drafts when it was Ric Flair and Vince McMahon doing the draft picks. The Rock came out, and if you know Penn State football, or if you know Penn State sports, it's we are Penn State. That's what you chant. I am a Penn State fan. Never went, but I love Penn State. I think it's an amazing college. Been there a couple times for um, uh, wrestling shows. With that being said, um, he got the entire audience to say, you are an asshole to Vince McMahon. Best fucking thing ever. Best fucking day ever. So... Yes, I would love to see The Rock in person again. He's kind of like The Undertaker in that way. You need to experience it. Like watching it on my phone, I got goosebumps. Hearing the cheers and you know watching other people react, like um, heel Josh on TikTok. Like 
and him getting so mad and angry because he's like, I should have fucking been there. You know, it was just fucking hilarious. And, but I don't want him to face Roman for the title. It has to be a non-title match. I, I don't, as much as I love The Rock, and I want Rock to beat the ever-loving fuck out of Roman, I, I, I need The Rock to have a non-title match because Roman doesn't need a title. And somebody pointed out that Roman's next title defense is on November 4th. So that means we've gone three months without him defending that title. Meanwhile, you have Seth with a bad fucking back defending when almost he ever can and performing and being a father and being a husband on the road. This is why people lose respect for Roman Reigns. Um, so, but with that being said, seeing The Rock back, hearing the cheer, hearing the the crowd go that that pop was amazing and again like i know what it's like to be in an arena where the rock is at and there's a reason why he's called the most electrifying man in sports entertainment because you will get chills you will get goosebumps and it'll feel like you were struck by lightning when he's in the room so i'm happy if he sticks around he sticks around Cena sticks around. Cena's around until I think until possibly Saudi, so uh, I can see some possible matchups again. Uh, honestly, I can't see him versus LA Knight, Grayson Waller, um, and please, for the love of God, it's M- Mr. Uso. Do not call yourself Jim. Jim is the name of the pedophile that lives on the corner. Keep Jimmy, for the love of fuck. I cannot call you Jim. No. Just no. That's all. (sighs) Yeah, but it's like turning everything up a few notches. But yeah, Friday night, that start was absolutely fantastic. Thank y'all for letting me know, because I probably wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't have watched at least the opening right away anyway, because I started my midday shift again already so uh but it's like kayla you were like saying something about like monday night needs to do something quick fast in a hurry and everything well it's like yeah especially since their numbers are already taking a tad bit of a hit because of, of a monday night football so and it doesn't actually matter what's gonna happen uh, last monday it would not have mattered and this is the reason True. why it would not have mattered number one it was nine eleven. number two you had the Jets playing Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills. Two New York teams playing each other on 9 11. On 9 11. I mean, it should have been the Giants versus the Jets. That would have made more sense. Um, and then we wouldn't have had the slaughter that we had the night previous. But I digress. So you also had the debut of Aaron Rodgers. And to 75 seconds before his Achilles went pop. I never feel bad for certain athletes when I know they're dickheads in real life. But I actually felt bad for Aaron Rodgers in that moment. Me too. And I felt horrible for all the fans. Just because they they had such high hopes. So... And this week you got two Monday Night Football games. Yeah. So Monday Night Raw is going to take a hit, but I think the Monday Night Football games, one's the Panthers. Is that right, Kayla? The Panthers play Monday night? Panthers and the Saints, yep. Um, That game might be a little bit interesting because it's both new systems. Uh, But the second game, I think, looks like it's a total snooze fest, so... You might get people tuning in. Uh, you never know. Though <sighs> so I do think it would be cool if The Rock showed up too raw just to have a stare down with Cody. Just saying. <laughs> right. OMG. All right. Let's well, time to it's time to 
crank up the fire because uh got a little bit of roasting to do. Oh, I knew he was full of shit. I knew he was full of shit. And this week proved to be true. Tell me, God, you are a lying son of a bitch. I could have okay. told you that. Well, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. No, because it's like, I looked at those pictures of Wembley. I was like, well, there's no way that's 81,000 people. So for anyone mm-hmm. living under a rock, um, according to the Brent Council, the actual numbers for Wembley for All In came out to be 72,265. Granted, I'll admit it. WWE has inflated their numbers in the past and everything. But not to a point where it's like they say, oh, we broke the world fucking record. And so it's like, I felt sorry for the fans who bought into it and the wrestlers who bought into it. And even though he's an ass, yeah, I was about to say, even though he is a complete asshole, you got to feel a little bit for Will Ospreay because he fell for it and got a tattoo of it on his fucking arm. And then when he made the video about it and, and then it got automatically deleted. But luckily... The internet is endless, and people screenshot that shit. It's like everywhere. I got a screenshot too. Jelly, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, it, it's not that it was just seventy two thousand there, because that there was quote unquote the paid tickets, but you'd have to that actually paid for tickets. You ha- Tony said there's about ten thousand comps. So, yeah, it, Tony. Tony, Tony, you don't do good business. Yes, the WWE does inflate numbers, but not by that much. Yes, the WWE actually does include the people that work at the stadiums because technically they're attending. You know, you've got security guards around. That That's a headcount. I'm sorry, it is. You can't deny that those people are not there in attendance, even though they're getting paid. So, I found it absolutely hilarious because there are certain dirt sheet writers, wrestling quote-unquote journalists, that were making fun of other people that were kind of calling Tony out on his shit. And the fact that they were able to say, oh, you were saying, was priceless. So I I enjoyed every second of some of those people having to eat crow and apologize. Right. But with that being said, if Tony just said it was roughly 75,000, we wouldn't have this conversation. No. That 72,000 is a good number. And the fact that you felt the need to inflate because you have a small problem and you need to feel better about yourself speaks more to you than the WWE. I've seen pictures of Wembley I've actually been getting emails from AEW when they're going to the Bryce Jordan Center in a couple weeks or when they were just there in Penn State. I was getting emails. Please buy tickets. Buy one, get one free. Like, they're they're pushing. And this one guy that I follow on twi- uh, twi- uh, yeah, I was going to say TikTok, Twitter, I love the fact because he roasts the, uh, he. He roasts everybody. Julian Weeks. But he shows the AEW tickets. Mm-hmm. WWE ticket sales. And guesses what? Oh, that guy, yeah. Julian, I love the dude to death. I think he's one of the most honest people online. He criticizes both sides. He's very fair and balanced. I think he's one of the best when it comes to that sort of thing. But seeing the tickets for both shows is fucking hilarious because WWE has been selling out and you've got AEW begging you to buy tickets I've never received any emails from the Bryce Jordan Center until just now right? last week 
begging me to buy tickets for AEW. You couldn't pay me, honey, to go to an AEW show. I'm sorry. I just... Mm. Don't even get me started on the the videos of collision with them fucking up with Keith Lee on live. Oh, that was was, the 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 whole hand take twenty two. Um, Keith, Impact would be better for you. Just saying. But no, inflating the numbers. It's probably the most Tony thing to do. It's probably the most male thing to do because you always want your uh, thing to seem bigger than it really is. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, you had your mouth open like you were going to say something else and everything. No, because it's like I, because it's like before the show, I got on Wikipedia and I looked up like WrestleMania 32 because I know they originally said their numbers was like 100,000. And then it's like, but it got dialed down later and it turned out to be like only 80,000 something. So that, that was the record. I mean, that was, uh, that was the number that apparently everyone was like saying that AEW surpassed or whatnot, but it's just like, yeah, it's like, I, so someone was like saying like, oh, the largest paid attendance and everything. It's like, I've been staying for weeks before all in and everything. It's like attendance is when you actually put your ass in the seats and everything. And I'm reading verbatim from this report and everything. The actual numbers registered entering the stadium through the turnstiles was 72,265. This is reflective of what of what attended on the night and not the total of number of tickets sold or no-shows, etc. I call this shit from the beginning. <sighs> okay. Like I said, Tony did what most men do. Make their things seem bigger. And on that note, boss lady, floor is yours. Just not in the mood to bitch up Tony Khan right now. Um, I've seen the results. I've seen how it's going down. And like I said, he made a mistake. And I stuff like that's not going to bug me no more. And... I have so many reasons just saying I'm just learning to let shit go, so I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. Alright. Sounds good. Oh, <sighs> yeah. What an idiot. Okay. Oh, I'm done with my list. Who's got some tweets? <laughs> oh, shit. I hate that laugh. Cat. Oh, fuck me. This could be good or bad for you, depending if you agree or disagree with the person. I mean, it's nothing bad. Okay. Purify for wrestling. Kevin Knight agrees Mercedes Monet is the Beyonce of wrestling. Oh, God. Uh, I, I just see where he's saying that a little bit and everything, because it's like, I mean, because it's like she was making a name for herself here, and then after she left, it's like she started building her brand um, with her company, and then it's like went to Japan, and it's like got a little bit of a divish thing going on here and everything. And even when she was in all, even when she was at all at all in, just in attendance, she was just like showing out there and everything. I can see the. A little bit and everything, but of course it's like apples and oranges, different a little bit and everything. I, I can see a tad bit, tad bit, but she's on, but she's on her own person, of course. But right, but of course I, I have more, uh, I have more loyalty to Beyonce because she's from Houston. So, <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, I see it a little bit. This next one is for Jolie. Let me finish because it consists of five different ones. Just let me finish before you speak. Charlotte doesn't mind putting over new talents. However, Becky and her ego don't get me started. Oh, God. Tiffany losing to Becky is absolute bullshit. So Becky Lynch going to bury the whole NXT division now. Tiffany deserves justice. Why would they let a 
no good English, England, British wrestler or whatever she is learned from Finn Balor to come win the NXT title. And last but not least, and my boycott of NXT begins now because I don't feel like staring at her as the champion every week. Dude, go fuck yourself. You are a fucking (laughs) moron. I really have nothing else to say, but uh, okay, fine. You have an issue with Finn Balor, too? Is that what you're saying? I mean, if do you have a problem with all English wrestlers? Um, He's not even English. They're Irish. I, I know. <laughs> That's what I was laughing too. Like, really? Uh, Irish is a different continent. Uh, so. <laughs> well, it's also a small little continent. It's an island. Ireland? Isn't it all in Europe? It's its own little island. It's not technically no. They Brexit. They're not a part of Europe no more. Okay. Um, well, Ireland is its own little country. Sorry, country, not continent. So, but yeah, I meant country. You said Europe, and it's not a part of Europe anymore. But with that being said, uh, kindly go fuck yourself with a spork. And uh, go touch grass, because did you not see how well Tiffany looked? Did you not see how well, oh, I don't know. Who else is Becky put over? Oh, that's right. She put over Liv, right? She put over Bianca. She made them look fucking legends. They might not have won, but she didn't when Bianca won. Yeah. So kindly take a fucking seat. And I know that, that Kayla thought I'd explode more. But like her, I know people are going to say a lot of negative shit when it comes to Becky because they don't understand. And for you saying, well, Charlotte would put over people over, she didn't for a while. She barely could put over Sasha. This new Charlotte? Yeah. Charlotte has changed her tune. Charlotte does become a totally different person wrestler but becky has always put other people over and she will always elevate the division and she will always do what's best for the women's division so if you just want to watch all male wrestling turn on on a turn on aew because that's all you get mm-hmm. oh but be careful there's actually a british champion there too so <laughs> for real that's just stupidity it's worse. Uh anything else, Kayla? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I mean, I'm uh, trying to find some more, but I don't know. I haven't found anything yet. That's okay. That's okay. I really don't find the good ones anymore since I've lost a certain account. So and I blame a certain somebody, then I'm gonna call, call out on the podcast, but you guys know who they is. Yeah, we have just give her the account, you dumbass. I have the account, but he just won't fix the fucking email so I can access it. I even went and reactivated the cell phone that originally was the phone number. I got to have the email to be able to change the email, uh, to change the email, the password, and add the phone number. Oh, my God. And I've reached out to him. Let's see. Has he even read my message? Oh, he finally seen my one message where I said, please don't lose it. Like I had plans for it. And on the 21st, I sent another one on August 1st, and he's yet to see it. I'm still logged into the website browser of my phone, but like I said, I can't change anything. Oh, my gosh. Lord have mercy. Okay. When's Fastlane again? Anybody know? Oh, let me look it up real quick on here. Oh, God. I don't know what I have to do projections for that pretty soon. Uh, let's see. Oh, go back. October 7th. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll get predictions in a couple weeks. Okay. Cool beans. Well, shit. That was, I was like, we covered a lot of gra- uh, ground already today. So, jeez. Whew. Got a lot of stuff off our chest. Uh, Jolie, any final thoughts? 
Uh, just sending out a very speedy and uh, quick recovery to former Phillies manager, Charlie Manuel. He had a stroke during a procedure last night. Um, and uh, this morning he's doing a lot better. And also, can y'all lay off fucking Jalen Hurts? Pat Mahomes looks like fucking shit. Josh Allen looks like fucking shit. Josh Burrow looks like fucking shit. But y'all are always harping on fucking Hurts. Eat a dick, shut the fuck up, and leave my quarterback alone. Have a nice day. Yeah, don't get me started on my team. My offensive line looks like dog shit right now because we got so many people out. Ugh. Kayla, any final thoughts? Um, By the time this is released... Mm, nah, I ain't got nothing. Um, other than if you don't know, check us out. Uh, check me and my co-host, I call him Dirty Dango, on Sundays at e- um, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and Facebook Live called Outrage Control. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. Alright, well that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>